0: Welcome to the Books of Titans podcast, where I seek truth in the world's best books. I'm your host, Eric Rostad, coming to you from the beautiful Books of Titans studio in Franklin, Tennessee. My goal is to read 52 books per year and share what I'm learning. I'll talk a bit about each book, tie ideas together from a variety of genres, and share the one thing I always hope to remember from each book. Well, today I have a little different episode here, and I'm going to try to convince you to read straight through the Bible. This is not some religious call to do this. This is just a straight-up call to read through the Bible. And this is for everyone. I, I don't care if you are of a particular faith, if you don't have any faith, if you call yourself spiritual, if you're totally against religion, this is just a straight-up call to read the Bible and to, to read it as literature. So in this episode, I'm going to just cover basics of like, you know, how, how long will it take? Why do, why do I suggest that you do this? How do you do it? And then I'll just give you some helpful tools that, that can make reading through it easier. So I've had this reading project for six years now. And in the fourth year of the reading project, in, in 2020, I decided to start off the year reading straight through the Bible. I had never done that before in my life. I had had Bibles. I had read my Bibles. Uh, but, I, but it was usually in some sort of a plan where I would read it over a year period. And so with these plans, you just kind of skip around. And if you read four to five chapters per day of the Bible, you can you can get through it in in a year. And so that's that's usually how I did how I did it in the past. But I just never read it straight through. And I had these Bibles that had been given to me by my family that were my grandparents, and then I had my own Bibles. And it just kind of came to a point where I'm reading all these books for this reading project but I'd never just read straight through that book. And so I didn't want to go any further in life without having done that. So started off 2020 doing that, uh, ended up being quite the year because I read the Bible in January and February of that year. And then uh, in March is when things really started to, to go off the rails with COVID and, and, and all that. So um, it was just an interesting time to, to have read it. So it, in terms of time timeframe, uh, it did take me two months. In, in, in 2020, that was a leap year. So I actually started January 1st, and I finished on leap year day, February 29. So it, it took me those those two months. It took me 104 hours and 25 minutes to to read through it. Now, that is a generous amount of time because that includes a lot of note-taking. It includes a lot of underlining, uh, maybe kind of reading things uh, twice over, and um, and, and so that, that's a generous amount of time, but it, it, that's, that's how long it took me within those those first two months of 2020. I have heard that if you just were to listen to it, uh, uh, there, there are recordings of, of people reading the Bible. Uh, some of those are around 76 hours. So you could get through the whole Bible just listening to it in, in a 76-hour period. I have a friend of a friend who has done this twice. And what they did is they made a commitment that every time they picked up their phone, they would only open an app that had the bible and they would read it or if they were driving or doing housework or or something they would listen to it and twice this person has got through gotten through the entire bible in 30 days and so if if you just make that commit, commitment and just every time you open your phone Instead of opening social media or email or something else, you just open that. You, could, you can get through it, at least this person did, in, in 30 days. So wh- why do I highlight this? I, I, I want to make it so that it's not this unachievable thing. Yes, it will take a long time to get through. 104 hours is a lot of time. But we are all doing things and we are all reading even someone that hasn't read a book since college or since they were a kid, they're reading, they're reading on their phone. You, you are reading daily, hourly on your computer, on your phone. You're watching things. There are, there are hours in the day and, and yes, I know there are circumstances where you may not have any time right now. And and you may be listening and just thinking you are such a privileged punk to, to even suggest this, but we all have these areas in, in our schedule. Uh, I know you might, you may have kids, you may have a ton of kids, you may have multiple jobs, all that, but there are these just different periods in our days where we may, even, even if it's just five minutes to, to listen to something or to, or to read something, and all that time can add up. The other way I like to think about this is just to contrast it. So uh, if you were to watch The Office, and every single episode of The o- Office, that would take you 99 hours. I read through the Bible in 104, so you could... A lot of people have watched every episode of The Office. That's ninety nine hours. If you watched every episode of X Files, that's two hundred and sixteen hours. You could read through the Bible twice in that same amount of time. The Cheers, uh, Cheers show, that's one hundred and thirty eight hours. So again, you could you could more than read the Bible uh, within that within that time period. So yes, it's a monumental task, but it's it's doable. And if you do it in in kind of bite sized chunks, it it's possible. But I do suggest, as part of this reading straight through, that, that there is—you're reading straight through, but it's also in a relatively short period of time. And I'll get into why in, in the next section, but just th- there's power in reading it in a, in a short period of time and not having it drag out for like a year or so. So let me get into now the, the whys of why I suggest you read straight through the Bible. First off, it's probably the most countercultural thing you could do right now. I mean, just look around. Everyone's walking around, they got their eyes down on their phone, they're looking at their phone. Most of the time people are on social media or email or something, and it's just everyone's got their head down, they're they're looking at their phones. And it's it's a quick fix. It's like everything is is quick. It's it's uh you know, something's got to get your attention in three seconds or you're gone. You don't, even, you don't even pay attention. And so sitting down with one book for 104 hours is probably the, the most countercultural thing you could do right now. So just it's, first things first, that, that's one reason to read it. Uh, if you are a Jew, if you are a Christian, th- this, is, this is your scripture. This is, these are your scriptures. Uh, you should know them for yourself and not just take what you hear other people say about this book. You, you should know it for, for yourself and, and you, should, you, you, sh- you should read it for yourself. Uh, just as a, as, as a reader in general, I'm, I'm, I'm making the assumption that if you're listening to this this podcast, you are a reader or you want to become a reader. Uh, the Bible is the foundation of, of many parts of Western civilization. So a lot, if you are a reader, a lot of what you're going to come across in books has its origins here. And... When you're reading books, you may, may may read Moby Dick, or you may read uh, another classic book. the The author is not going to sit there and say, "Hey, uh, right now I am about to quote from the Bible. You should go look at the Bible to make sure you understand this quote." Like there, there's none of that. They just quote it, and they may they may quote a name, or they may name somebody in the book uh, from a character in the Bible, and you you will you'll just skip right over that in reading the classic, unless unless you know these stories unless you you've read this and, 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 and remember those things. Uh, Cormac McCarthy is one who or he'll, he'll use certain turns of phrase that come straight from the Bible. And you can read right through that in the book and, and just kind of think, well, that, that was weird. I don't know why he said that. But if you, if you know, if you've read the Bible and you know what he's referring to, it just adds this whole other level to his stories. That's just one example. It's all over the place. You walk into any art museum, and a lot of the art in there is going to be from stories that are that are in this book. And so cultural references abound. Uh, it's in so much of what you're going to read. It's just it's it helps so much to to know this and to to have read it and to read it straight through to to then um, to then be able to to understand a lot more of, of what's going on, and then just a final reason for for a why why to read it it's a it's a really amazing experience. There's I have not come across another book that's like this. In most of the versions of the Bibles out there, there are sixty six books, and they were written hundreds of years apart. They're different genres. I mean, there's poetry, there's history, there are, are letters that were written um to to other people and they all connect. There there is there's this cohesiveness and and connection within these 66 books of the Bible that are just mind-boggling. Uh it it's you read it and it's hard to grasp just how unique this is. And and I, I like to think of it in, in modern day terms. Like if if people from around the world were to come together into a room and they delegated out to 66 people and said, Hey, you're going to read the, You're going to write this uh, book about this. And it's going to, it's going to kind of have a history feel. And then, uh, I I need you over here. I need you to read or, or to write some, um, some just wisdom literature. Can you, can you do that? And then, uh, over here, I need you to, to do poetry. Um, and then, all right. Here, here's kind of the the goal for this. Like we need, but we need this whole thing to wrap together, and we need there to be themes that that cross throughout. So now you guys go out and write, and then uh, we're gonna come back together and make sure it all is cohesive and 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 there's common themes and that sort of thing. Like you could you could never do that. You could never plan that out, and yet here's this book written so many years apart, the the books, and then there's you just see these themes, you see these uh, this cohesiveness that's just. It's it's unbelievable, and and so in in my reasons why here that's here are some reasons just to uh, to approach this book, um, and and if for no other reason just to be help to help you become a better reader of the other books that are out there, so that's the why. Now let's get into the how. Like how do you do this? How do you read the Bible? Do you just pick one up? Do you go in the hotel room and open that drawer and there's a Bible? You just pick it up and start reading? Well. Again, I, I referenced earlier uh, uh, approaches that I had, had taken in the past of a reading through the Bible, and it was usually I was skipping around. And so I'm just going to talk about two approaches. The one is skipping around, and then the other one is reading it straight through. But also kind of further along, what, what do those two approaches do? so if you're skipping around and i'm just going to share from myself so if you are one that reads the bible and you read it skipping around this this probably doesn't apply to you but this is what i noticed in myself when i did that when when i would just skip around my focus was to find try to find something in the bible that i could relate to my life like i i was just it was a very self-centered approach i was trying to like find nuggets and it would mostly be like a verse. I would pick a verse out and then just, man, this is awesome, and and let me see if I can think about this deeper and and apply it to my life and that sort of thing. But what would oftentimes happen is I I would read that out of context, and then so even what I was thinking about it wasn't wasn't necessarily correct, and and then it just the approach itself it I it it, it was a very self centered approach for me. Like I was trying to see what I could get out of it. Whereas when I read it straight through, I'm not looking for necessarily for the applications to my life. But when I'm reading it straight through, I'm looking at how the Bible applies to itself. And that's a huge difference, like me trying to apply it to me or trying to apply it to itself. And and let me dig into that a little deeper. So if, if I'm looking at how it applies to itself, I'm looking for themes. I'm looking for ideas people uh, details so for instance they' they'll be you'll come across a person in the Bible and and you'll see a certain description and then later on you'll see another person but they have a similar description and what what the what's happening is they're trying to help you think of that story in a in a bigger context by, having your mind go back to that other character and oh, what were the things about that person and there 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 so there's this call to mind of of those things and so the bible it 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 references itself throughout and the more you know those parts of it the the more it enhances the reading of that particular area so just this skipping around verse straight through, reading it straight through, just encourages a, a broader scope of, of reading, of noticing themes. Um, you know, if you listen to my episode from uh, 2020 when I covered the, the Bible, I'll, I'll link to that in the show notes, but I, I saw this this idea of the curse, Go throughout the Bible, and, and I, I kind of traced it throughout throughout the Bible. It shows up on like page three of the Bible. It shows up on the very last page of the Bible. It shows up at the last word of the Old Testament, and it's just this theme that 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 went throughout. But there's a ton of those. Like you could you could focus on trees. The entire Bible you could focus on water what does water mean what when people are talking about water what, what does that mean uh, when people when a group of people go through the water and, and the, the water's part what what is what does all that mean how does it connect to other times when when water is being discussed uh, you could you could just look at blood through the, the whole Bible there's all these different themes you could take out and and, and go go about it through there so in terms of how, those are kind of the two approaches. And, and again, this is a call for you to read straight through it. And those are some of the reasons why. So so here, here are a few more more things about, the, uh, about how to read it. And this is the most important thing I'm going to say in this episode, in terms of how to read it. And it's this, to read it as if it's true. To read it as if it's true. Now, let me take a step back and, and share what I mean by that uh, I've, I've shared this story before on on the podcast but I started reading the Hobbit in the Lord of the Rings in 2021 and I started reading the hobbit these are these are books that I had wanted to read my whole life I had never read through the whole series I just I came to kind of like with the Bible I just came to a point in my life where I'm like I really should have read this by now and I hadn't and so I started with the hobbit and I did not like it. I just, in general, I don't like fantasy. I, I can't watch Star Wars and all that. I just, I it's not my thing. And so I got to The Hobbit and I just, I just couldn't do it. I, I finished the book though. And, and I was sharing that on social media. And a friend of mine said, you know, you, you need to read that as if it's true. And so I, I started The Lord of the Rings then right after The Hobbit. And I did that. I read it as if I was, as if it was true and it changed everything. So I think the biggest thing it did is before I was just approaching it as like, this is silly. Like, this is dumb. This is a fantasy land. I'm reading about monsters and all sorts of things that have no relevance to life. And th- this these are not things that would help me in other reading. You know, if I'm reading a book about Churchill, that will help me when I read another book about World War II or another part of history. So that 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 knowledge kind of builds upon itself. When I'm reading a book that takes place in this land, this land doesn't apply to any other book. So why 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 do this? And that I found that's that was the mentality I had going into it. And so when I made that shift and I read it as if it was true, it changed everything. And so that may sound like a really weird thing to do with the Bible, to read it as if as if it's true. But here here's the thought behind that. If you approach it as this is a old or silly thing, or I'm not going to understand this, or this is just, I I don't know what to do with this. It's going to impact how you read the the book and you're just going to find yourself skimming. You're not going to, you're not going to be interested in, in digging in deep. If you read it as if it's true, you, there will be a weight and a gravity to it that you won't have otherwise. And so that, that is my main suggestion. That's the most important thing you can do If you uh, proceed with this of of reading straight through the Bible and by reading it as if it's true, I don't mean to uh, just accept everything as absolutely true. And then you, you know, you just like that. That's not what I mean by that. I, I actually, I want you to question it. I want you to read with a pen in your hand. I want you to write down the questions that you have And I'll get into that in just a a little bit later, but but do not turn your brain off and just accept it as if it's true, but you have to read it as if it's true. You have to go in with a certain reverence for what you're approaching, and I would say that for any book, but especially so for for this. Next up on how to read it, you need (laughs) to—this is an impossible task, but you've got to try. You've got to forget everything you know. Again, impossible task, but as much as possible— Look at what you're reading. Look at what it says, not what you want it to say, not what other people have told you it says. What does it say? Look at what it says. Forget what you've, what you know. Try that. It, 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 it will really help. Uh, the, the next thing, read it as literature. So, how do you, how do you read a book? How do you read a novel? Uh, I want, I want you, when you're reading this, to look for themes, write down the character names, notice repetition, engage with it, Write, write all over it, read with that pen, write down the questions. Uh, and, and so let's get, let's get deeper into this questions thing. I, I used to, one shift in when I read straight through the Bible in 2020 is I, I don't think I ever wrote in a Bible. I maybe just for once. And that was for like a course. I don't think I would write in my Bible's previous to, to 2020. And the reason why I almost viewed it as like um, a holy thing and, and I yeah, I didn't want it to, to mark it up. And and I didn't want my future self to be distracted by what by what I'd written in the past. And anyway I got over all that in 2020 and I and I just I read with a, a pen in my hand and I I asked questions throughout. And and if you open up the the Bible I read in 2020 It's just littered with questions on the, on the margins, in the margins. I was not, I, 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 I let myself ask any question that came to my mind, but here's the key. I I would, I would write that question. I would ask that question, but I would not look up the answer. And by looking up the answer, I mean, I would not go to Google and, and type in, you know, what, what does this mean? Or why is this guy doing this? Or that kind of thing. I just wrote the question on the side. Why did God do this? Or why did, why did, why did this happen? I just wrote the question, and I, I tried to find the answer later on in the Bible itself. So I've got this Bible now. It's, it's got questions throughout. Some of those were answered later on. Some of those I didn't get in, in answer, and so I can do t- one of two things now. I can you know read it again and and see if I come across the the answer the second time, or now now I've got a whole list of questions. Now I can go to Google or or to friends or or people and, and ask those questions. But I think it's really important that first time you go through it to just write the questions, see if it's answered later on, but don't just stop and then go to Google and and and, and look for the for the answers the the other side of that is if you if you find the answer later on in your reading you will remember it more than if you stop reading go to google look it up and then come back again this is kind of assuming that this this will be the first time you've ever read through it so just focus on on reading through it Uh, another idea is is if you're having trouble with a section read it aloud even if you're just by yourself just read it aloud sometimes that helps to um to 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 get to get the idea of a, of a particular section. Sit in the discomfort. Uh, there are a lot of things that are uncomfortable. There are a lot of disturbing things in the Bible, uh, but just sit in that discomfort and and let it let it be let it be there. It, it, there's going to be disturbing things. One thing I found that that was helpful is at the end of each book. I would just write a little recap. So I'm taking notes throughout. I'm asking questions. I'm doing all that. I'm writing in the back of the book. But, but then at the end of each chapter, uh, I would take that space at the, at the bottom of the chapter and just write uh, kind of the main main things that I remember from from that or the things that stuck out. Now, just in terms of like what, what edition should you read? One, one thing that I did in 2020 is I found a Bible that did not have any of the verses marked. So if you pick up just a general Bible, like if you're in a hotel room, you pick up the Bible, uh, you're going to see verse and, and chapter references throughout. And so there's these little tiny numbers throughout all the text that you're reading. And, and a lot of times there'll be two columns of text on each page. And if you just pick that up and look at it, it, it has the feel of a textbook. Which is totally fine. And if, you, if your goal is to, to study the Bible and, and to kind of like remember what verses you're reading in chapters, then that's probably the, the, the type of Bible you want to read. But there are things called reader's Bibles. And this is what I would suggest if you're going to just read it straight through. With a reader's Bible, you are not, you're not, um, there's no verse or chapter references. And it's just, you pick it up and it looks like a novel. But it's very conducive to reading straight through the Bible because because it just kind of has the feel of a regular book. And so the the one the version I used and I'll link to this in the show notes. But the version I used in 2020 was called the CSB Reader's Bible. It's uh it just it 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 just has the feel of a regular book. And but this is the one now that I will carry around. It's got the whole Bible in it and uh, and it has all my notes. So it's kind of special in that sense of of just having the notes and questions and things I can look back at. Uh, the, the version I'm reading, I'm, I'm actually reading through the through the Bible again this year, and, uh, in the first part of this year, so January and February. And I'm reading, it's called the Bibliotheca Version. And this one is pricey. It was 300 $319, but the Bible is split into five different books. So there are three books that are the Old Testament, there's one that's the apocrypha, and then there's the final one that's the the New Testament. And this is this is like the most beautiful Bible set I've I've ever owned. I love it. It's it's such a nice experience reading this version, um, it's a it's a different translation that I than I've ever read. It's uh, the American American literary version, and it, it kind of has these um, callbacks to the King James version. So if you're familiar, or if you've heard some of the language of the of the King James version of the Bible, like you you'll there'll be some some similar words and, and that sort of thing. And so I've I've just I've loved this edition this year, but just kind of the main idea is if if you are going to read straight through it, try to find a reader's Bible. Uh, You you won't have the verse references, but it'll just be... I I love it. You 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 find yourself not like, well, I'm just going to read to chapter five, or oh, this is this was found in chapter five. It's like this was in this book, and and I when I'm taking notes, are like, oh, I saw this on page seventy four. So it's not like I saw this in First Chronicles seven. I saw this on page seventy four. It just kind of gives more of that also that that idea of this this being this being a book. So. I would suggest, in terms of edition, um, just a, a reader's edition. The CSB translation is 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 a, a relatively new one. I think it's two thousand eighteen. Um, so language wise, it's 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 easy to comprehend. Um, so th- that might just be a good one to to start off with. Here are some other ways to to get through it, though. Um, you can listen to it. Uh, there are apps out there. You can you can listen to it. And you and and if you can't afford the Bible, then it, you can go to the library to get it, or if I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're on some sort of a, a device, There is the uh, you can go to bible.com in a browser. There are, are apps where you can just read the Bible for, for free. So there, there are plenty of ways to to get your hands on a Bible. I like having a physical Bible just to be able to, to take notes in it. So I, I do suggest that in, in the sense of um, don't treat it, in, in, unless you're getting it from the library, um, don't treat it as something you can't write in. Another idea is, you know, you probably walk into any church and they will give you a Bible for free. So if you if you need one and, and you want to have one where you can write in it, just there, there's plenty of ways to to get through it. Another idea is uh, and, and something that may help is is that the the Bible, how it's usually presented, is not in chronological order. And that that can that can mess some people up, but there are versions that are that present the information chronologically. So, for instance, uh, the Psalms are are songs and poems, and and they're attributed to David. And, and And sometimes they'll be about a particular part of of his life, and so they'll present that poem with the actual part in uh, in the Bible that's talking about that that particular scene. So it just kind of ties things together more. And so, whereas you may not understand what it's like to 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 go to war in in this war language uh, but, uh, in, in a, in a song or a Psalm, but when that's placed right next to the actual context, it just, it just provides more, more information on, on what's actually going on. So that, that could be another way that you, that you try to get through the Bible, just, just straight through. Now I want to get into some tools that, that are helpful. Um, in, in one sense, I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't suggest getting a Bible with a bunch of like notes in it in in. Things like that, like your goal here is just to, to find one that that's easy to read. But with that in mind, there are some tools that are just very helpful in in the reading through the Bible and, and mainly just to help you remember, because there's so many names, there's so many places, there's so many kings, all sorts of things. Like if you can just kind of have a, a list of things to look at that that will help you get through it. So here here are a few things. One is is um, uh, maps. Maps are the—if the, if you can only have one thing with the Bible, just get some maps, because just visually seeing where people are and, and where things are happening, that, that helps so much. Uh, I'll link to a, a Bible app, uh, a Bible map app, and that actually, like, you can kind of follow along as you're reading. So if you are in a, a book of the Bible, you just pull up that book, and then um, it just kind of shows all the places per, per chapter. Uh, so I found that to be very, very helpful. And then in, in this particular one will kind of sh- show you where it is and, and what's there today as well. So it kind of helps you know, like, oh, he, you know, here's the city that's there today. Uh, this is what it was back uh, in in the time of the of the Bibles uh, of the Bible. Uh, some other things, and I'm going to try to put a page together that that coincides with this this episode. But the, these are some things that I. Have looked at as I've read through the Bible. Uh, the the first is just a list of the kings, and so when when you get into the kings of Israel and Judah, it's kind of hard to keep track of them. At least it is for me. So I just have a list of who was the king of Israel and who was the king of Judah, and then what years they were kings. And then also uh, for Israel, they were they were all bad kings as defined by by the Bible. Uh, in Judah, you kind of had a mix of good and bad kings. and so I, I also mark in, in a different color the kings that were that were considered good so just having that in front of me I mean that's probably the the thing I look to most especially uh, when I'm reading through the the Old Testament something I put together this year was just a list of the 12 tribes of, of Israel and uh, I'll try to include that on that page as well I find a, a list of the prophets to be helpful so where where were they a prophet were they a prophet to Judah were they a prophet to Israel were they a prophet in exile? Uh, and then what years were they, were they a prophet that, that really helps just as you're reading as well. Uh, I, I, I have a list of the kingdoms. So, uh, Assyria, Babylon, Persia, Greece, Maccabean, and then, uh, Roman, uh, empires or kingdoms. And then the years that they were kingdom kingdoms, just to kind of help overall, like, uh, what's going on around, or even in the area of the promised land, some other things I, I need to pull together, uh, things that, that I want to pull together that to help in future readings of the Bible are, are just the types of sacrifice, s- uh, t- types of sacrifices. So there, there's a lot of different types of sacrifices. I just want to kind of a list of like, wh- what do each of these mean? Uh, because you, they, they keep saying them, and, and I just never really got the idea of like, what is this? What, what is it for? Why would you do this type of sacrifice over another? That kind of thing. Um, another list is just, once you get to the new Testament, just listing out the uh, disciples and maybe what their, their job was, uh, who their siblings were, um, some, some things about them, that kind of thing. I just find that as I'm reading, if I, even in the back of the book, if I'm, if I'm kind of making these lists is very helpful, but I will try to provide this as well to, to where they're, they're on the books of Titans website. And then you can just kind of print these out. If, if you're, if you're reading straight through overall, uh, Reading this reading project as a whole, so the books of Titans. T- taking a step back here, this has really be- helped me to be- become a better reader of the Bible, and there are authors in particular that have helped me become a better reader of the Bible. I mentioned one earlier, Cormac McCarthy. He just has these things like like you you a weird turn of phrase. You you have to pay attention in his, in his books, and and then how you read it will determine what you think happened at the end, and then what you think happened at the end will determine everything that happened before, and you can read it different ways and, and all that. And so just reading Cormac McCarthy and, and paying attention to these things, it helps me become a better reader of the Bible. There are a lot of weird turns of phrases in the Bible. Why would something be said this way? Why would something be done this way? Uh, it's, it's important to ask those questions. It's important to, to write those questions in the margin. And a lot of times those questions will be answered later on. But, um, but just that act of, of asking those questions and it, 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 it helps in your, your reading and understanding of the Bible, but just, I, I love that part of it. Cause I, I, I love, I, I've read some great books for this project. Uh, the, the Bible is unique. Um, it, it's so interesting to read it. I, I as I've been reading it at the start of this year, it's just, it's so fun and it's just, it it's just mind boggling. And, and it's, it's a really neat experience. And it's one that I think I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Just start each year, January and February, reading straight through the Bible. Each, uh, every other year, I will include the Apocrypha in that. I read the Apocrypha for the first time last year. That's kind of a set of, of books that are in between the Old and the New New Testament, roughly speaking. And uh, I loved it. I, 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 Every Bible I had growing up did not have the Apocrypha, so I always was kind of scared of it. But I decided to to read it last year for the first time, and, and I'm actually in it right now, um, as, as reading straight through the Bible. So I'm, I, I finished the Old Testament a few days ago, and, and now I'm in the Apocrypha. So I the, I'm, I'm planning to do this from this point forward in my in my life, and. Yeah, it, it's it's been such a neat thing, and I just always want it to be kind of the first thing I read each year, and then to to go on to whatever else I'm reading for for this project. So I hope uh, I've convinced you to at least consider this. Again, this this is it doesn't matter what you believe or or where you're coming from. This is this is an important book. It, it's probably the most important book in terms of just basics of like going into an art museum or reading other, other books. Like you've got to know what is in this book. You also have to know what's in it just so people don't tell you stuff that's not in it or try to manipulate you in, in that way. So it, it's good to read it just, just for yourself as well. If you decide to do this, let me know. Um, I could start something where I just kind of you know check in with you every week or something to see how it's going, uh, see if there's anything that has stuck out. I've uh, my college roommate is is reading it along with me this year, so I, I just want to as I do this every year going forward, um, you know shoot me an email and and let me know you're doing it and and I'd like, love to just check in and and see what you're getting out of it and um, themes that you're noticing. It's just kind of fun to talk about those things uh, after after you've read straight through it. So. Hope I've convinced you. Uh th- that's it for this this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh email me at eric e eric e r i k at books of titans.com. Check out the show notes for this episode. I will have uh, some different some different tools uh, that you can use to, to help you read through the Bible, I'll link to previous episodes I've done about the Bible and just other helpful uh, apps or, or things that, that have helped me get through reading the Bible. You can follow Books of Titans on Instagram or Twitter. The website is stocked full of resources to help you find the best books and to create your own reading list. So I'll be back in a couple weeks to discuss another book or series uh, or something for my 2020. 23 reading list. So until then, keep reading, keep learning, and keep listening. I'm out.